Do you have something you want to improve about yourself? Maybe it's something petty or embarrassing. That's where Personal Best comes in. Personal Best from CBC Podcast is a self-improvement show for people who don't like self-improvement. Vulture calls it a delightfully dorky romp through a world of hidden wants and quiet dreams. And Time Magazine says it's one of the funniest podcasts to hit our earbuds in years. Did they really say that? That is really nice of them. Find Personal Best on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Christine Sinclair is known as the GOAT, greatest of all time. Both the Bloc and the Conservatives have lost confidence. How can you do this job? The 2023 Time Person of the Year is Taylor Swift. Because news. Gavin Crawford. It's me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Because News, Canada's funniest news quiz. Vigilant customers have discovered boxes of Cheerios that weigh far less than labeled on the package. It's the most serious case of cereal box misinformation since it was discovered that Frosted Flakes were fine. (laughs) They're just fine. (laughs) Over the next 30 minutes, we'll be making games out of the news. Let's welcome this week's panel. He doesn't need to attend COP28. He's been curbing his emissions for years. Silent but deadly, Craig Lozon. Thanks for having me, Gab. Thank you for bringing up my parts. You're welcome. She just found out all her old Reader's Digests are probably going to go up in value. Who's a hoarder now? Welcome back, Emma Hunter. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) And finally, he is thrilled to be one of the CBC employees not getting laid off, and we're just kind of going to let him have that until the episode is over. (laughs) The suddenly panicked Miguel Rivas. I have a good feeling about that. You can't be fired when you're a contractor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, panel, are you ready? Yes! Yeah, man, yes. I, I hope so. Then let's go. Here we go. Yeah! Panel, get ready. This is three cheers for news. Have a listen to these three ovations and see if you can guess the headline-making event that elicited all the jubilation. And there's a shot that is always felt unfathomable but was always inevitable there are your three cheers panel for the point what unfathomable but inevitable event had everybody screaming uh it has to be cbc announcing christmas bonuses for management (laughs) (laughs) will that that make the cut they did a good I know. Swish LA is bringing back the Toblerone bar. Ah, that would be great. Uh, it is not. Did Taylor Swift just, you know, do anything? Blink or sit down in a chair? Or, <laughs> I don't know. We're just, we're so happy when she does anything. Myself included. Uh, it was none of those, but for reals, does anyone know what it is, Craig? Oh. Christine Sinclair's retirement. You are correct Yay. for the point. Yes. <laughs> the headline from the Vancouver province reads, Christine Sinclair's glorious career ends in thunderous applause. Christine Sinclair played her final game as part of Canada's national women's soccer team on Tuesday night in her home province of British Columbia. In an emotional ceremony before the game, 190 youth soccer players were led onto the field. Why 190? It's the amount of millions she deserved but didn't get. Uh, yeah. Resonates with the one woman on the panel. (laughs) 
uh, no, I think they wanted it to be a clean 200, but footy, as my family calls it, is sort of a pub sport, a Brits, British Columbia. So I think 10 of them didn't make it out of pubs. You know what I mean? <laughs> they tied one on, they couldn't make it to a little party. Yeah, that's right. You know ten, what I mean? 10 of the kids didn't make it no, out of the pub. Lovely party for Christy, but I could make it. I will take the real point on this one and say that that is the amount of international goals she scored in her career. You are correct. That is the amount of international goals she scored. More than any man ever. Ding, ding, ding. Literally, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, forget it. More than anyone ever. Sinclair has scored more international goals than any soccer player ever, male or female. Over the course of Sinclair's career, she appeared in 331 international games, six World Cups, won two bronze and a gold Olympic medal. She's the greatest soccer player ever for any gender, for any any person. She, her legacy is just enormous. I feel like it's nice that there's such a big hoopla right now around her career because Canada has been such a dominant force in international soccer. And it's sort of always an uphill battle to get people to pay attention to women's sports, which is a terrible thing because Christine Sinclair is amazing. And, and- and to the point, too, like she had opportunities to play in Europe and play in France, like in, in a premiership for women in, in, in Europe. And she turned it down to play for a new league in the U.S. to sort of build the game here. It's like when Gretzky went to the L.A. Kings kind of thing to build hockey. We were somewhere where they didn't have hockey. I mean, they had the team. But Little tiny L.A. needed a yeah, boost. Yeah. No, no. But like, you know, they wanted the NHL to be less about the North and more about the whole country and him moving there to play was that and her staying in North America was that and I just like to say as well that I think if I practiced really hard I could do it (laughs) probably yeah probably Global News reported that as part of a tribute to the star BC Place was renamed Christine Sinclair Place for one day (laughs) also December 12th will officially be named Christine Sinclair Day in British Columbia why did they decide on December 12th isn't it 12 lords a-leapin'? So that's a bit of a... It's a, that's a one gal a-kicking everything in, so... It's not because of 12 lords a-leapin'. Oh, yeah, forget those lords. 12 gals a-kicking. Yeah. She's got 12 MVP awards. No. The most female athlete awards. Uh, her number is 12. Her number is 12. I was going to say that. Her number is 12. Her number is 12. Her number is 12. According to the Globe and Mail, since the start of her career in the early 2000s, there's been one song that always finds its way onto her game day playlist. It was played again on Tuesday. What, for the point, is Christine Sinclair's favorite pump-up tune? Well, she's cool, okay? She's a cool athlete. And so I think it's... A little bit of Monica in my life. (laughs) Little bit of Erica in my life. Little bit of Tina in my life. Which version like do you version? know, Emma? Is that like he the Wiggles version? Singing. I was going to say, it is not the Kiri Takenawa version of Mambo <laughs> Number no. 5. I'm that, having a time. Uh, it's a, it's a pump-up song, man. It's ACDC. It's big balls. I've got big balls. Because soccer ball. Mm. Uh, Those were both good guesses. But the real answer? Careless whisper. Uh, when the saxophone no. comes in, how can you not be jacked out of your mind? It's actually this. A little bit problematic. There's an elephant in the room here. Yeah, you know. yeah, it's the elephant man's bones that Michael Jackson purchased. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in her retirement announcement, she wrote a letter to her 16-year-old self. What did retiring Christine Sinclair write to young Christine Sinclair? Well, I'm assuming she would write what I would write, which is, 
dear 16-year-old me, all those girls are such huge witches, and now you're famous so they can eat it, never get bangs, love your future. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Applause break for bangs. (laughs) No, for no bangs. Don't do it, 16-year-old you, but you do it. And definitely don't cut your own bangs. Oh, you do it on the day of the dance. This will be a good idea, so he likes me. No! (laughs) Good guess. Incorrect. (laughs) She told herself she would be most proud of helping to create pay equity for female soccer players. So it wasn't all those chicks are witches? No. Oh, okay. 16-year-old Sink was like, boring. (laughs) What pay equity? (laughs) (laughs) Because News. With Gavin Crawford. Becausenews.ca. This week, I'm joined by panelists Emma Hunter, Miguel Rivas, and Craig Lozon. If you're listening to us on Spotify, why not leave us a review and throw out some stars? Not ninja stars, just review stars. It's time for a Because News fake ad panel, so grab your wallets and get ready to buy an age-old product that was making headlines this week. Have a listen to this ad. Hey, peel your ears, daddy-o. Swinging chicks dig a fella with oomph. So before you vomit on the table, you better get to know your groceries. And that's where we come in. Drop some salad on the dictionary, man, and let us clue you on the latest jaw straight from the fridge. At the OED, we can put you on the mattress road straight to Coolsville. And soon, you'll be the gidgiest cat in town. The Oxford English Dictionary, man. Because you can't get it unless you know what it is. It's a real it's a real shame you can't smoke indoors anymore. Yeah. I mean, that no. called for a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> There's your exceedingly weird ad for the <laughs> Oxford English Dictionary. The OED announced its word of the year for 2023 this week. Having listened to that hep ad for the dictionary, what do you think is their word of the year? Riz. You are correct for the point. Oh. oh my goodness. The New York Times headline Oxford word of the year is Riz. There are worse words they could use. (laughs) At the risk of sounding a bit CBC Radio 1. (laughs) Panel, what is Riz? (laughs) Riz is when you're shaving. (laughs) You get get almost all of it off, but you miss a bit. And you, you have, it's for your facial hair. And you get a little bit around your mouth. And then the shaving cream is still on it. And you're walking around your office that you work at. And people go like, you got a whole Riz thing. And you got to handle it. It is not a little bit of whiskers and shaving cream left around your mouth. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, well, okay. But good on you for revealing you shave your face. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Radio. That's brave. You got a trim. Uh, Craig, do you know what Riz is? I can only think of uh, Rizzo from Greece. Short for Rizzo. Yeah. Like you're a cool chick, lady, woman. <laughs> Dial it back, Craig. Uh, you're a no. cool female. Get Riz uh, you're Riz. Don't do it. Uh, no, uh, you are incorrect. <laughs> uh, Miguel, what is Riz? Riz is like um, how attractive you are. Oh. Riz is defined as charm, the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. Don't forget mm. the shape. Nice. Do you know where the term Riz comes from? Not from this panel. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, it's like you're so hot, you should get arrested. <laughs> Something wow. like that. Um, Emma, any idea? I think uh, the word is riz, and it means like charm. Uh, where do you think riz derives from? Riz, charisma. You are correct for the point. It's the Gen Z abbreviation of charisma. According to linguists, it's very rare the middle part of a word is used to make the short version. It happens sometimes, like flu is influenza. Whoa, whoa. There's one other F word that we use all the time that is the middle part of a longer word. What is that F word abbreviation? Unfriggin' believable. (laughs) Nice. Uh, It is fridge. Another very cool word, the refrigerator. Riz got the viral treatment this year when a certain celebrity became a meme for claiming to have none. Who said they have no Riz? Joe Biden. It was Ben Affleck and then J-Lo popped him back up. She did. I'll give you a hint. Listen to this. I have no Riz whatsoever. I have limited Riz. My brother Paddy has ultimate Riz. Okay. Oh my god, I recognize that voice. So do I. Um, is that Daniel Radcliffe? Is it uh, Rupert Grint? <laughs> <laughs> that is Tom Holland. Ah, oh, so hot. Okay. Of Spider-Man oh. fame. So Spider- hot. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, that's uh, Spider-Man. Tom Wibble, Spider-Man yeah. Holland. Uh, do you have Riz? No, but I have debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Gav, are you a Riz guy? Yeah. You got, Gav, you Riz. got Riz. Do you want us to tell you you have Riz? You should have our boss. You do. You do. I don't uh, care. <laughs> so you do So have it's Riz. possible that I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want Riz so bad I don't have any. That's what the difference is. Uh, Riz was partly chosen because it's cropped up in phrases like Riz it up, which means to uh, dial up your Riz in order to woo somebody. Oh, yeah. Um, Gavin, you have never seemed... Less cool than right now. Oh no, I might as well be Michael Enright right now. Where I'm just like, where Riz means to dial up your Riz in order to woo somebody. So the youth say. <clears throat> and coming later on the program, we're going to talk about who's Chugi. We've got Margaret Atwood back to talk more about her wonderful book, Man What? <laughs> Uh, Riz made it to the top four by edging out another word of the year contender. That was beige flag. Mm, What is a beige flag? The flag for fledgling fascists? Not brown, just beige. (laughs) Is is that the straight pride flag? (laughs) Beige flag. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, Emma? Is it it just a skin tag? Uh, it's not medical, but I don't like it. Yeah. No, it is a term people use, like, ooh, that's a beige flag. Do you know what it means when someone has a beige flag? Like something that, like, they're not a murderer, like a red flag, like he seems like he's going to kill you, but, like, he might, you know, make your house a mess. That is exactly correct. Whoa! Emma Hunter, for the point, a beige flag is a character trait that indicates either someone is maybe boring or also has a habit which is extremely characteristic but not distinctly good or bad. So That's you say you say what your beige flag is, like to others? No, I think you have. To, I think it's like an accusation, probably, right? Uh, you don't know your beige flag. I know probably. mine. What is your? What do you think like your beige, beige flag, flag is? What would your husband say is I your beige flag? I eat a lot of expired food, and I get very sick. 
<laughs> I don't care. Like, this will be fine. He's like, don't. I'm like, no, like, no, like, there's mayo I on there. I not feel good. And I'm going to do it soon again. I just don't, I don't learn. It's okay. I'll back you up on that because I think I have that same beige flag. I just don't care. I, I feel yeah. like it won't affect me. Kyle's always I know. like, Did you, have you checked the date on that? And I'm like, there's dates on this? <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Panel, it's time for our tape of the week. Conservative leader Pierre Poiliev released what the Globe and Mail called a mini documentary this week, and it quickly racked up millions of views. Have a listen to this clip and be ready for questions. Something new and strange has happened in Canada. Something we haven't seen before. An entire generation of youth now say they will never be able to... For the point, what is Pierre Polyev concerned that the youth say they will never do? Vote conservative. <laughs> we have a problem. An entire generation will never vote conservative. It's not that. Emma? Experience boredom. Mm. They just don't. Mm. There's no boredom. Because you got the... Dig -dig -dig -dig. <laughs> it's my whole youth just... Oh, God. That was it. Then I turned 30. Anyway... <laughs> the correct answer uh, is an entire generation of youth now say they will never be able to own a home. Yes. Oh. The Globe and Mail headline reads, with one video, Pierre Polyev has taken control of the housing debate. Mm -hmm. Here's a little more from the mini doc. Housing should be cheap here in Canada. We have the most land per person of any G7 country. That includes much land close to big cities where people need to live to work. So why is it so expensive? Let me guess. He knows why. Did any of you uh, happen to see this video? I did, yes. Yeah. I uh, had a little injury, and I was working out with this trainer for oh, a How did you get the injury? What do you think? Basketball. Basketball, <laughs> baby! <laughs> So I was working out with a trainer, and he's young, and he's like sort of, you know, he's a trainer, so he's like detached from everything but lifting weights. And he was like, uh, he, he knows that I do this show and shows like it, and he was like, so you know that guy who leads the conservatives, Peter something? And I was like, Pierre Polyev? He's like, yeah, yeah. He's really cool, huh? And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Whatever working. he is, he isn't cool. Come on. But then watching this doc, I was like... There's a lot of false information here, but it does hit a bunch of the right notes that people it's want to hear right slick. now. The Globe and Mail acknowledges that the documentary is full of inaccuracies and distortions, yet contends that the video is a nail and the Trudeau government is what? The hand of Christ. <laughs> That's our show. Merry Christmas. It's been wonderful. It's been a wonderful eight years. The video is the nail. Uh, the Trudeau government is... It's the cute little screw. Miguel? I'm going to guess coffin. You're Hammer. correct. Oh. Oh. I'll give you a bonus point. If you can tell me the incendiary name of uh, Polyev's viral documentary. Uh, the Hot House. I love navy blue. 
<laughs> it is, in fact, called Housing Hell. Oh, wow. oh, inflammatory language noted. While Pierre was cementing his brand and racking up the clicks, Trudeau was looking for a bit of a rebrand. He has hired a new communications director, Max Valiquet, for a point. What is Max Valiquet's makeover specialty? Prosthetics. Uh, <laughs> an enormous nose. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> uh, Craig, I think you know this. Uh, well, the people will tell you that it's uh, getting the youth back on board. That's his specialty. But we all know that it's comedy because he was my original comedy partner back in like 91 when I moved here. Oh, and you're here with us. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you think Pierre Polyev is funny. Justin's going to be whipping out all kinds of funny bits when he gets out there. Greg, you do get a point because his specialty is understanding millennials and Generation <coughs> Z. Yeah, yeah. He is the founder of Youthography, a youth market research company. According to the National Post, what other brands has Max been brought in to youthify? Oh, Ben Gay. Probably. <laughs> yes. Emma? Instant Oats. <laughs> Nike, Budweiser, Coke, and an anti-smoking campaign called Stupid.ca. Well, those are big. Whoa. Those are big. <laughs> Do you think a rebrand is going to work at this point for the prime minister? Well, it's like, what are they going to do? Like, nerd him down? Like, make him look like what Pierre used to look like? You know? The, mm. Put glasses on him, give him a part? It worked for Madonna. Do you remember she had that whole Japanese thing? And he loves a culture as a costume. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't he? I, I think fatigue is real, right? He's won so many elections in a row now, Trudeau, that it's like, even if he was doing a good job, people are still going to be like... Eh, let's give the other guy, I'm bored, let's give the other yeah. guy a chance. That happens all the time. Speaking of being in need of a rebrand, just two months into his job, House Speaker Greg Fergus is in hot water for doing something at a liberal event. What was the House Speaker caught doing at a liberal event? Oh, I think I know this. Mm -hmm. I think he was OPDing, or other people's drinks, as we used to call it. This is where you take many small straws, and you make them into one long straw, and it allows you to surreptitiously drink someone else's cocktail that's far away from you. And people don't like it, but it's a riot. Did you grow up in a Looney Tunes cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we used to do it a lot. Uh, so good. Miguel. Did he take a, an NDP pamphlet and just cross out NDP and write liberal for all of their proposals? Because <laughs> that's what we know is going on. No, he did not do that. The CTV News headline reads, Speaker Fergus apologizes and faces calls to resign over personal video played at Ontario Liberal event. What uh, personal video did he make that triggered call for his resignation? I know this. He, he made this sort of like, thanks so much. It's been so great for a temporary liberal... MP that was leaving. You are correct for the point. Just thought I'd do one. He recorded a heartfelt tribute to John Fraser, the outgoing Ontario Liberal leader, and the video was played at a Liberal event. There is a particular aspect of this video that the opposition parties got very upset about. What was the speaker wearing that got MPs calling for his resignation? I know this too. Can I do it? Yes. Corona bikini. And I don't know why we do beer on bathing suits. It's not good. Is it that? He was not wearing a Corona bikini. Oh. Uh, Craig, what uh, was he wearing? Only his robes, like open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a point for robes. Yes. 
Uh, oh, oh, but he had other clothes. In on. addition to yeah. other clothes yeah, underneath, okay. he was wearing the traditional House Speaker robes. Oh, okay. The headline from CTV News is accused of improper partisan conduct. MPs agree to expedited probe into Speaker Fergus. Oh. In America, you got George Santos like stealing dogs oh and God. selling them, and that's their scandal for us. It's like he wore the wrong robes at an event. <laughs> <laughs> to hell with you, Fergus. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about politics. Because news. Because news. With Gavin Crawford. Canada's funniest news quiz. This week I'm joined by panelists Craig Lozon, Miguel Rivas, and Emma Hunter. Panel, Christmas is only a few weeks away, and the headlines are filled with suggestions for this season's hottest toys. But this year, it seems everything old is new again. Can you tell me which wildly popular 90s toy is poised for a huge comeback in 2023? 90s. Pogo ball. Pogo ball? I never got one. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It is not a pogo ball. What is yeah. a pogo ball? It looks like Saturn. You can jump around on it. My oh, neighbors yeah, had yeah. one. It was goes so around cool. your ankle. No, that's skip it. Skip it. That goes around your ankle. Yeah. And yeah. you jump around. The commercial had a nun in it doing it. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Well, yeah, I went to Catholic school. It always sticks with you. Uh, it is not a skip it. Ooh. The headline from CNN reads, Furby. Oh. Furby. The bug-eyed, gibberish-talking 90s toy phenomenon has been revived. The again. gremlins rip off. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes, that's right. The new Furby knows over 600 phrases, can tell your fortune, and uh, host a dance party. It also features an important design update. What important change did they make to the new Furby? It has both sets of genitals. <laughs> <laughs> that's progressive, Emma. An important design update. Inclusivity. In the Stole thing. my answer. No, uh, it's life-size, like the size of a person. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Get one of those. You're never sure whether or not someone might be in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your four-foot-tall best friend, Furby. The correct answer, this Furby can be switched off. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Unlike the 1998 Furbies, which would never turn off. What? And you, yeah, they didn't turn off and they would famously wake up in the middle of the night and screech or start <gasps> no! creepily singing. That is an unkind thing uh, to yeah. do to parents. Yeah, that, it scared that, a lot that of people. That's not cool. That was big battery was behind that. Yeah, so now they have improved it. Hasbro, the makers of Furby, have worked hard to be sure this version will not be controversial, unlike some of its predecessors. For example, in 1999, the NSA banned Furby from their property. Why? Because it's spying on you. Correct for the points. Espionage concerns. The NSA was concerned that they may be used to record and repeat classified information. Can you say that again? (laughs) Speak into the heart. (laughs) Why are all these Furbies in the bathroom at (laughs) Mar-a-Lago? Where's the fighter jets? Another 90s toy is making an updated comeback. Have a listen to Peter Mansbridge gushing about a certain hot toy from 1996. Well, it's this year's Toy Story, a red furry doll that giggles a lot. Is the hottest thing this Christmas. Sold out of stores everywhere. Gee, I wonder what it is. (laughs) (laughs) What could it be? For the easiest point ever on this show, and that's saying a lot, what was the hottest toy of 1996? Tickle me, Elmo. You're correct. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? Elmo is back. 
USA Today is reporting that a new Elmo doll will be flying off the shelves this year for the point, what does the new Elmo doll do? He learns what your job is and takes it because he's AI. (laughs) Take my job, Elmo. (laughs) Flying off the shelves. So that's it? You just flip the switch? <laughs> what? You got our kid to take my job, Elmo? What's wrong with you, Samantha? I'm leaving you, Dan. <laughs> it's not take my job, Elmo. What does this Elmo do? It allows you to tickle it, but only after consent is given. Like, hey, okay, that's... you can't tickle me. Yes, it's ask to tickle me, Elmo. <laughs> Uh, it's the Elmo Slide. It's a little standing Elmo that does a custom dance. It teaches you a custom dance and dances with you. Well, this song plays over and over. Will you be getting your boys the Elmo slide? The answer is no. You don't want that playing on a 24-7 loop in your house? No, I do not. And I feel for parents who whose kids are old enough that they can ask sort of effusively and they're going to feel compelled to do it because the, the, they know they're going to pay. We once had this train from Tokyo. I can't, uh, you know what? I have PTSD from it. I can't talk about it. But the thing... You know, almost drove my husband and I to sort of lie down in traffic. So I would not <laughs> recommend getting that thing if you yeah. you just want to survive. And, your and life. you're you're the jerk uncle or aunt or friend of the family if you buy that thing for somebody. Yep. Because somebody got my uh, eldest. He's now 22. I can't believe that. But when he was little, a little yellow bus that had buttons on it, and it did the wheels in the bus go around and around. And every time you hit a button, it would start wheels in the bus go we, we, wheels on the wheels in the bus go wheels in the wheels in the bus go around it wheels in the bus. That sounds cool as like, hell. Oh, you just wanted to. Yep. End it. Yep. Yeah. That's been my job as the fun gunkle for years. <laughs> hey, here's a drum kit. <laughs> Guess you're getting a saxophone. <laughs> uh, what do your kids want? Do you know? I do know. Uh, one would like a Princess Peach uh, sort of stuffed animal. And they're not interested. Like, you said, like, do you want to say anything to Santa? They're like, the peach. I'm like, you know, I know, but is there anything, you know, how are you? They're like, get the peach on the paper, lady. I'm like, I, okay. So, yeah, Princess Peach. I got it. Uh, Miguel? My daughter, I swear to God, I said, what do you want for Christmas? And she said, to be a teenager. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to still unpack that. Just I don't know tell what, her what's not going to on. get the bangs. <laughs> She'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, panel, we've reached the end of another exciting Because News. This week's champion is... It is Emma Hunter. Congratulations, Whoa. Emma. I'm Gavin Crawford, reminding you that if you subscribe to our podcast, you get bonus content. And as we learned from CBC this week, everybody loves a bonus. <laughs> we'll see you next week, I hope. Why? Because you! Thank you very much for coming and joining us. Give it up for Emma Hunter, Greg Lozo, and Miguel Hey, Canada, this is Emma Hunter, winner of Because News. Congratulations to my runners-up, Miguel Rivas and Craig Lazon. Because News is written and produced by Elizabeth Bowie, David Carroll, Gavin Crawford, Phil Lung, and Jess Klamowski. This week, they had help from Alice Moran and John Blair. Rounding out the team, Aaron Conway, Bronwyn Page, Andrew Roberts, and our recording engineer, Paul Hodge. 
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.